Hello, and welcome back to the second episode of Scared. This episode, we will be talking about the Nathan Dunlap killings in Aurora. Nathan Gerard Dunlap, born April 8th, 1974, was raised by his adoptive father and biological mother, who married each other when Nathan was just a few months old. He had never met his biological father. Nathan was raised in Chicago, Illinois, Memphis, Tennessee, and Michigan, and then moved to Colorado in 1984. Nathan's mother struggled with mental health issues and was diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. At least twice in Nathan's junior high school years, he attempted suicide. When Nathan was 14, his adoptive father asked the psychologist at Overland High School to evaluate him and the testing reveals signs of hypermania. No further treatment or formal diagnostic was applied. Nathan got in frequent trouble with the law. He committed several armed robberies at the age of 15, using a golf club and then firearms. He spent time at a juvenile detention center, and due to an erratic episode, he was sent to a psychiatric hospital. When released, he began selling drugs. Nathan was arrested five times on misdemeanor offenses in 1993. Nathan began working at a Chuck E. Cheese chain restaurant in May 1993, and was fired in July after a disagreement he had with his supervisor over schedule hours. Acquaintances of Nathan said he was frustrated over the firing and told a former co-worker that he planned to get even about determination. They didn't take him seriously. On December 14th, 1993, Nathan entered the Chuck E. Cheese's at 9 o'clock p.m., where he ordered a ham and cheese sandwich and played an arcade game. At 9.50 p.m., he went into the washroom and hid in a stall. It's presumed that he was working up the courage to commit the act. At 10.05 p.m., Nathan exited the washroom and began his killing spree. He first shot Sylvia Crowell, 19, who was cleaning the salad bar. She was hit from close range in the right ear and was wounded. Next, he moved on to Ben Grant, 19. Nathan shot Ben near the left eye as he was vacuuming. Colleen O'Connor, 17, pleaded for her life and sunk to her knees, but Nathan shot her once through the top of her head. Bobby Stevens, 20, returned to the restaurant after taking a smoke break outside, mistakenly thinking the sounds he heard from the restaurant were children popping balloons nearby. And I quote, As I went back into work, as when I started hearing gunshots, I thought somebody had dropped something. End quote. As he walked into the restaurant and unloaded utensils into the dishwasher, Nathan entered through the kitchen door, raised a handgun at him, and fired a shot at Stevens that struck him in the jaw. He fell to the floor, playing dead, and I quote, As he stood there, I was expecting for me to be shot again, and that would be the end of it. But I played dead. I held it still as long as I could be, and it actually worked. He walked on, and I got up and I ran out of the kitchen, end quote. Nathan then forced Marge Kohlberg, 50 years, store manager, to unlock the safe. After she opened it, he took her down with a shot to the ear. As he was taking the cash out of the safe, Nathan, 
noticing that Marge was still moving, fired a second shot through Marge's other ear. The manager who fired Nathan the week prior was not present at the restaurant. Stevens escaped through a back door and ran to a nearby Mill Pond apartment complex, where he pounded on the door to alert someone that he and others had been shot at the Chuck E. Cheese. Stevens was hospitalized at Denver General Hospital in fair condition. As authorities arrived on the scene, they found two bodies in the restaurant's hallway, a third in a room off the hallway, and the fourth in the manager's office. Sylvia was sent to Denver General Hospital, where she was declared brain dead. She died from her injuries the next day at Aurora Regional Medical Center. Nathan fled the scene with $1,500 worth of cash and game tokens he stole from the inside of the restaurant. Nathan was arrested at his mother's apartment 12 hours later. Nathan was found guilty of four counts of murder in the first degree, attempted murder, robbery, and burglary. On May 17, 1996, Nathan was sentenced to death, plus an additional 108 years. During his sentencing, in response to an accusation by Sylvia's older brother that the murders were motivated by race, Nathan spouted profanities in an outburst that lasted for three minutes. In 2008, Nathan filled a habeas corpus petition with the court, arguing that his trial attorney was inefficient by not presenting a defense on his mental health issues and child abuse. In August 2010, this federal appeal was rejected. Senior U.S. District Judge John L. Kane wrote that Nathan was fairly tried, competently represented, and justifiably sentenced to death. On April 16, 2012, 10th Circuit Court of Appeals denied Nathan's appeal of his death sentence. Nathan's lawyers argued before the 10th Circuit that Nathan's trial lawyers were negligent during the sentencing by not providing evidence that Nathan suffers from a mental illness. They argued if the jurors heard evidence of Nathan's mental illness, that it would spare Nathan from being sentenced to death. On May 1, 2013, Judge Boyum Sylvester announced that the execution date for Nathan would be in August 2013. On May 22, 2013, Nathan's execution was put on hold as Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper decided against executing Nathan or granting him clemency and instead signed a temporary reprieve in 2013. The reprieve means that as long as Hickenlooper is governor, Nathan will not likely be executed. According to Hickenlooper, one of the reasons that he did not choose a full clemency was because Nathan would have to remain segregated from the rest of the prison population. Nathan is currently being held at Sterling Correctional Facility, where he will spend the rest of his life. This story was rumored to be the basis for the horror game Five Nights at Freddy's. Now some quotes. Nathan Dunlap. I wanted them dead, and they're dead. Narrator. And you didn't take the kind of thing that life was? Dunlap. Important to somebody else? Because I didn't have no association with them? To me, their life was nothing. Does it bother you that they are dead, Nathan? Dunlap. No. You have been listening to the scared podcast this is a short episode 
but it's original. It took a while. I hope you like this story as much as I find it intriguing. You've been listening to The Scared Podcast. Until next time. Goodbye.